0: With experiences in architecture, urban planning, and interior design, Victor B. Ortiz Architecture is a multidisciplinary studio based in New York and Sao Paulo, focused on creating unique livable spaces through informed decision making and leading technology. Victor is here today to chat with us on the topic of architecting sense of place through culture, technology, and nature. So thanks so much for making the time in the middle of your business schedule.
1: Thank you. Thank you for being here.
0: um tell us about your studio
1: yeah so everything started very informally I think in 2019 uh where I started with a a small scale project and then in 2021 um, I started posting some designs into Instagram and for some reason I think it went viral and people really liked the the designs and then in a matter of I think a week or two weeks uh, I got three projects so three actual clients uh, that really liked the way that the designs I posted blended like uh, nature and architecture together. Uh, So that was that became the core of all the projects since so understanding really understanding the environment and the local uh, characteristics, culture, and then creating a design from there.
0: Nice. So what are the essential elements or concepts do we have to pay attention to in order to successfully deliver a sense of place?
1: So I think it's understanding the client and understanding the environment that you're going to build in. Uh, So the client has specific characteristics, so it has a specific way of living. Mm -hmm. So in order to create a place for them is to understand their routine is and what do they do what do they like uh, and then from there understanding the place so what are are the local materials uh what is the site like and and what can we enhance instead of like just destroying wherever we're gonna build in is how to enhance the uh, the potentials of the the local characteristics
0: so it is the programming side of it you know like in the, in the beginning of the project usually we do a lot of programming so yeah I do think that it is very important to get to know the clients um, know what they want and what they yeah. need especially so not everyone knows what they want and need maybe they they know what yeah. they want but they don't know what they need maybe yeah yeah I,
1: I think that's our goal I think as architects and designers is kind of to guide the, the clients to in order to make them realize their full potential and what their idea is uh, and kind of just guide them through the whole process so uh clients are very different so they can either like a very minimalistic design or a very uh unique design from their own like experience level and then so but when they contact us they know our style and they know what we like to do and they know uh our core values. So our goal is always to kind of guide them towards their own idea, but using our values and our kind of core ideas also. Mm.
0: Mm. So with each one being unique, um how can we create a livable space?
1: So yeah, I think the term level livable space is very broad. So what can be livable for you can maybe not be livable for me, right? So that's where understanding the clients come is understanding how he lives or or you know how, how they, they experience space and and how they want to experience space. So I think uh that that's a big difference of, for example, when you go for a vacation and you stay at a nice hotel, that might not be the way you usually live, but that is something that you enjoy, for example. So we we try to create uh Oases or spaces that people feel comfortable in. And I think in the end, is is again joining this what the client needs and what the environment needs or wants to to give away. Mm-hmm. And then, so creating this merger between these two things, I think it it's what create a livable space for us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so on top of the environment. Um, how important is it to also incorporate culture into creating a place or architecture, and then um, how important it is to incorporate technology as well, and what are the relationships uh, with each other?
1: Yeah, I think these three topics are very interrelated. Uh, culture is what well, we can define it as pretty much the uh, a range of of experiences of of a place or of, of a of people, right? Um, And then if we understand the place, if we understand the client, where he comes from uh, and what he does and everything like that. um, Then we can really create a design that's tailored to the client and then the way we do that is by usually blending technology and nature, so they're very also correlated, so we can use nature to inform technology, for example, if we're going to do simulations uh, or where, where do people walk on, on this, uh, on this mall, for example. So we can do simulations such as swarm, uh, algorithms, which simulate birds and, you know, uh, kind of using nature to inform, uh, our, our designs and our techniques. Um, we can also use, um, the other way around technology to inform nature or to to simulate nature, right, so we can do solar studies, wind studies, Uh, you know, we can, it's kind of limitless what what we can do. Uh, So we always try to blend these two. So I think one of the main uh, differentials that people saw in our projects was to use nature. So bring in biomimetics, right, so kind of not copy nature, but use it as inspiration for our final goal, which is an architecture design. Uh, and then from that, it can come innovation, right? It can, it can uh, inform your project in ways that you would never imagine to do so, but by studying nature and by studying patterns and by studying uh, uh, the way it works, for example, we can really create something new and unique.
0: Right, that's awesome. So when we incorporate all those uh, together into architecture and design, what impact have you seen um, happening in on the way we live, and how do you engage people through the process usually?
1: Yeah, I think once the clients understand the valuable impacts that nature has on the design and art in, in architecture, I think they are really open to it, and, and they actually want it more and more. I think uh, at least the people that had have contact me, they. Do like this style of of blending nature and architecture and, and not having a clear boundary between what's inside and what's outside, you know um, and then just um, for example, let's say you get less anxious when you are outdoors and you your blood, blood pressure gets better. so it's not just a a kind of a mental state of of benefits, it's also a physical benefit, so uh cleaner air. Uh, and then, so these arguments and these facts actually help convince uh, clients and help show them the uh, the potentialities that you can have when you blend these two together
0: And so um on that same note how how can architecture bring back to uh, bring us back to our roots
1: so i I think if well, when I think about roots right I think about the beginnings of architecture and which is just to have a shelter right so it's just to protect ourselves from the environment, but now we we have evolved so much that we can choose things to do with this shelter and, and to make it better and to improve our lives. Uh, so it's in the end it's kind of how, how can you plan uh, to have a better construction, a better uh, waste management, for example. Um, and then design in a conscious way that it's, you can pre- predict uh, the uses and the necessities in the future, right? So it's, it's, I think it's not anymore just about building something, building a house that, you know, it's, it's serves as shelter. I think it's more about building a place that can be adaptable through seasons and can predict uh, future uses for the that space.
0: Do you mind sharing with us uh, one or two of your projects that successfully enhance um, that human and nature relationship?
1: So, I'll share. This is a project that I started it all. Uh, I posted just for fun on, on my Instagram, and I, I think it just went viral. and And I think it depicts really well this. Uh, this joint relationship between architecture and nature. So, not having a clear boundary of, uh, you know, is a roof just a roof? Can we walk on the roof? Uh, how do you access the roof? Is you said, it's a, a garden that goes from, from the ground floor up. Uh, so, you never have to, you know, go upstairs or um, it's kind of a, a mixed use in terms of. of a patio outdoor patio and an indoor indoor space and living area, but it's also um like a garden. So it's really a kind of a mixed use of of um ideas and, and concepts of living, right? And then the main goal was to pretty much create a project that brought this well I'm I'm from Brazil. Uh so I wanted to to bring the Kind of the local culture and and characteristics to to the design. Uh, so by making, let's say the 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 columns or are almost like a furniture detail design. Uh, so they can bring the Brazilian traditional Brazilian furniture, tradition Brazilian materials to a house that is very contemporary and and that blends very well into nature. And then. This is another project that does this uh, in a little bit more of a a scene kind of scene way um, but also has the same characteristics of blurring the lines between the indoor and outdoors uh, creating gardens on the inside um, using local materials using uh, natural materials um, and then kind of creating a space that almost blends into into the landscape, so the goal all the projects is to minimize the impact with. um, The construction on the site so instead of just cutting all the trees and cutting all the. uh, The land and you know removing earth from the the site we actually design with the site and, and place the spaces, wherever they need to be to have to be less harmful to to the existing condition um yeah so you can see that the living spaces are very open to each other so it's it's sheltered from uh rain and wind but it's also still outdoors, so you can enjoy life pretty much and then this is one project that we're currently developing uh i'm not sure people have seen it yet so that's a insight for you guys Um, also, like, for example, we have to understand clients, right? So the clients on this project really like concrete. And then we, we have to understand that concrete is a, not very good for the environment, right? So how can we make it in in a way that um, we can impact last environment and still create a unique um, architecture, right? Uh, and again, bringing nature in the architecture and, and bringing Kind of blurring these lines between what's inside and what's out there.
0: That's amazing. They all look so beautiful.
1: Thank you. Thank you
0: so. What is your take on generating sustainable living? Or maybe we can pick your brain on what has been the challenges in realizing it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think the challenge is already generating sustainable urban living, right? So that that's the the main challenge that I think most architects nowadays realized and and are trying to to follow, which is, again, going back to what I said, is anticipating uh, whatever is the use or the needs to that space, right? So if you kind of have to predict the future and understand if it's adaptable and and how how you're gonna use reusable energies for example, and and not use just a regular uh, energy source that we we usually use. Uh, so adding that to the design. So even solar solar panels, or if you have a river next to the um, next to the the site, you can use it to generate energy. Um, also, you have to understand transportation. So, if it's a house or if it's a mall, you know, it's the same thing. So, you have to understand uh, will people be using electrical cars or bicycles or, you know, what are we going to have in the future? Um, also, access to it, right? So, in some places, the access is very uh, limited. So, you have to predict uh, how the space is going to change, how the environment is going to change, and then kind of use this. Uh, prediction on infrastructure and on use and on people and on design to create uh, a more sustainable living right something that lasts longer uh uses less resources has less waste uh maybe also using local materials and and local workforce and labor right so kind of Enhancing the qualities of wherever you're going to build, instead of just designing something that could be just placed anywhere, you know, and, and really using, uh, what we have, which is the, the site for architecture and, and predicting, um, what it's going to be like and what it's going to be used.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adaptability, I think is a yeah. bit different now, uh, since we had this change so much, the way we live. Uh, recently, and also the way we act, the way we think. Um, So yeah, perfect. Thank you so much for some of the great insights and some of the inspiration uh, to younger generations to uh, start thinking ahead, you know, like micro and macro scale, and also holistically, uh, about the planet, uh, people, and also the environment. (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much for chatting.
1: That's it. Thank you for the invitation. It's been really nice.
0: Thank you.